0: This podcast is supported by Anchor FM. If you've ever thought about doing your own podcast, then check out Anchor FM. Anchor FM is a free podcast platform that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Or your tablet if you got one. I really can't recommend these guys enough. It was worth switching over from another platform. Once you set up your podcast, Anchor FM will automatically distribute it to all other platforms like Spotify or Apple Podcasts or such and such. It's very easy, very streamlined, and you can start making money immediately. Download the free Anchor app or log on to Anchor.fm to get started. This is a Kitty Pod Production. Welcome to CR Crime the only podcast dealing with stories of true crime in New York's Capital Region. I'm your host, Jason Bullet, who you may remember as also being the host of the Keep It to Yourself podcast, of which this is an offshoot. This week on CR Crime, it's rather a timely episode as we look at an incident involving an African-American man that was brought back to regional memory recently. Given the amount of Black Lives Matter protests across the country and here in the region since the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis back at the end of May, especially a BLM rally countering a Back the Blue rally one week ago tonight, it was rather coincidental that we discussed the incident involving Darrell Mount Jr. In the early hours of August thirty first, 2013, Daryl Mount Jr. was having an argument with his girlfriend outside the Tin and Lint Bar on the corner of Caroline Street in Broadway in Saratoga Springs. It was quite busy in Saratoga that night, as it was Labor Day weekend, which symbolically meant the end of that year's meet at the Saratoga race course, and thus the end of the summer season. At the corner stood three Saratoga Springs police cruisers, standard operating procedure on weekend nights when the bars were packed, remember when that was a thing, and fights and other incidents were likely to occur. After Mount, then a 21-year-old resident of the neighboring town of Malta, shoved his girlfriend into the bar's wall and took off running, the police officers inside two of the cruisers emptied out and pursued him on foot. Mount ran down Broadway, made a left turn down an alley between the Wallbridge building and the recently opened Northshire Bookstore, and climbed onto some scaffolding where a stairway was being built at the time that would lead from the back of the building and would empty out near the back patio of Gaffney's on Putnam Street. The third cruiser arrived when the other officers found him unconscious after he fell off the scaffold. Mount was taken to a nearby hospital. The injuries from the fall left him unresponsive and in a coma which lasted until his death on May thirteenth, two 2014. As for the female that Mount had shoved in what turned out to be his last conscious moments on this earth, surveillance footage released in late October 2014 showed that she was quick to get up and walk down Caroline Street out of sight of the camera. Also, and maybe more galling to some, the officers on the scene did not provide any assistance to her. The Saratoga Springs Police Department did not initially release the surveillance video claiming protection of the woman as she was the victim of the assault. Mount's surviving family, for their part, filed suit with the police department claiming that both sides of the story didn't jibe. Theirs and the police departments, that is. The family held that officers had assaulted Mount while the police said that he had fallen from the scaffold. Furthermore, the New York State chapter of the American Civil Liberties Union called for the formation of a review board of the police in the city, and Mount's mother requested that she see the video. For their part, the police department put the videos and all relevant documents pertaining to this incident on their website. Such a link has been put in the teaser text for this episode. Five years later, the Albany Times Union printed an investigation into the incident. It was revealed that Greg Veach, then the city's chief of police, had sent an email message to Robert Gilson, a police lieutenant, saying that no officer had assaulted Mount, rather he fell on his own that night. This was in response to a report in the Saratogian that he was seeking out anyone who witnessed the incident and would personally interview them. It was also sussed out that Veach had duped a reporter at the aforementioned paper, Caitlin Morris, in saying that there were two investigations underway, a criminal investigation into Mount's fatal injuries and an internal investigation into alleged misconduct amongst the officers. In 2015, the Mount family filed suit against Veach Saratoga Springs Public Safety Commissioner Chris Matheson, and six members of the police department. The wrongful death lawsuit stated that Mount was deprived of his due process and being allowed to tell his side of the story, as well as, wait for it, Racial Profiling. Months before the suit was filed, Dr. Cyril Weck took the family side, saying that Mount's injuries were consistent with and came as a result of direct assault. This was in lieu of an official coroner's report, which the police department did not allow, as they were well aware it would contradict their opinion that it was a fall that caused Mount's injuries. On May 1, 2017, Saratoga Springs Police Officer Tyler McIntosh was deposed during the trial. McIntosh either categorically denied or did not recall seeing Mount or hearing him yell as he had fallen off the scaffold nor did he mention this to either Veach or Matheson. He also revealed that no investigation had been conducted or in the process of being conducted. After hearing about this and other such cases, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo signed and issued an executive order that enabled the state's Attorney General, quote, to investigate and, if warranted, prosecute certain matters involving the death of an unarmed civilian, whether in custody or not, caused by a law enforcement officer, end quote. Even though Mount's death occurred before Governor Cuomo issued said order, he would enact executive law to make sure the AG would investigate the case under a special order. So after all that, Darrell Mount's death remains a bone of contention, especially in this time of protest against police brutality, support for the African American community, Black Lives Matter, And calls to defund police departments across the country. Did Mount die of injuries sustained in a fall, or did the police add on to the police brutality fire? You be the judge. Thanks as always for listening to CR Crime. If you enjoy this episode, we've got a full archive on the same feed as the Keep It To Yourself podcast available on Anchor FM. You can also listen there as well as on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify on Google Podcasts, or the platform of your choice. And give us a good rating and a good ride of five stars, that is. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.